In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. Welcome again to our morning celebration of Mass. I ask you especially to remember John McGuinness in your prayers, whose funeral will take place later on uh, this morning. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, who through the grace of adoption chose us to be children of light, grant, we pray, that we may not be wrapped in the darkness of error, but always be seen to stand in the bright light of truth. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. A reading from the prophet Amos. Listen to this, you who trample on the needy and try to suppress the poor people of the country. You who say, when will the new moon be over so that we can sell our corn and Sabbath so that we can market our wheat? Then, by lowering the bushel, raising the shekel, by swindling and tampering with the scales, we can buy up the poor for money and the needy for a pair of sandals and get a price even for the sweepings of the wheat. That day it's the Lord who speaks. I will make the sun go down at noon and darken the earth in broad daylight. I am going to turn your feasts into funerals and your singing into lamentation. I will have your loins all in sackcloth, your heads all shaved. I will make it a morning like the morning for a lonely sun. As long as it lasts, it will be like a day of bitterness. See, what days are coming? It's the Lord who speaks. Days when I will bring famine in the country, a famine not of bread, a drought not of water, but of hearing the word of the Lord. They will stagger from sea to sea, wander from north to east, seeking the word of the Lord and failing to find it. The word of the Lord. Men and women don't live on bread alone, but in every word that comes from the mouth of God. They are happy who do his will, seeking him with all their hearts. I have sought you with all my heart. Let me not stray from your commands. My soul is ever consumed in longing for your decrees. I have chosen the way of truth with your decrees before me. See, I long for your precepts. Then in your justice give me life. 
I open my mouth and I sigh as I yearn for your commands. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. As Jesus was walking, he saw a man named Matthew sitting by the customs house, and he said to him, Follow me. And he got up and followed him. While he was at dinner in the house, it happened that a number of tax collectors and sinners came to sit at the table with Jesus. When the Pharisees saw this, they said to his disciples, Why does your master eat with tax collectors and sinners? When he heard this, he replied, It's not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. Go and learn the meaning of the word. What I want is mercy, not sacrifice. And indeed I did not come to call the virtuous, but sinners. The Gospel of the Lord. The prophet Amos in the first reading as we hear calls out injustice uh, and names it uh, in very vivid terms. Uh, people who can't wait until the Sabbath is over, until the new uh, moon festivals are over to start selling and trading again. Uh, those traders who can't wait uh, to do injustice to people tampering with the scales, lowering the bushel, um, selling people into slavery for the price of, a, price of sandals. Amos himself calls out the injustices and of course that's exactly what he wants to do. He wants to see how there is a contrast between what people say in, uh, in their religious life and do in their religious life and what they actually practice in their daily life. And as I mentioned to you over the last few days, there's always that uh, pain in our, our life, isn't there? Uh, between uh, what we hope uh, to be in our, our words and maybe in our religious life and, and how things turn out in our daily life uh, and the normal kind of things that we, that we do. And somehow it's, it, it's, it's kind of bringing those two things together, isn't it? Uh, that's the real uh, difficulty uh, and I suppose if we examine our own life none of us is really uh, all that perfect when it comes to it uh, and would you ever be perfect but maybe it's one of those things that you constantly struggle with and it's certainly one of the things that people kind of point out uh, that aren't or don't see themselves in, in religious terms that uh, kind of difference between what people see and what they profess and what they actually do in their life. Um, you're under scrutiny, aren't you? Uh, because people very often see the inadequacies in, in your own life uh, with what you say and what you profess and, and what you hope to live out in a, a religious sense. I suppose it, it could make you downhearted because you know in your own heart you're not quite uh, measure up or you don't quite... Uh, up to the mark but it's a struggle isn't it 
it's the daily struggle of, of, of trying to imitate Christ in, in our own life and, and try to uh, welcome him not only in his word but also in our actions. Today, I, I suppose, uh, Amos wouldn't have liked uh, the person that we hear of in the, the Gospel, uh, Matthew. Uh, he's uh, exactly uh, doing what uh, Amos uh, didn't want. He's kind of uh, looking for the money. He's the tax collector. He's, he's a kind of swindler, if you like. Not only probably does he take the taxes, but he also maybe pockets money uh, for himself. And so in that sense, he's quite a notorious figure probably in the community in which uh, Jesus himself is walking. And yet Jesus does something strange. He calls Matthew to join him. And of course, what we hear is that he simply asks him to follow him. And strangely enough, Matthew does just, just exactly that. This worldly person, this person who uh, is quick uh, to see the the opportunities uh, somehow follows this person um, doesn't ask what he wants him to do doesn't ask him where he wants him to go but simply uh, obeys that command just like uh, Peter uh, and Andrew and James and John when, when Jesus calls them by by the, the lakeside uh, they're often as we can imagine people not uh, easily hoodwinked uh, by anybody uh, and yet somehow there's something in Jesus' voice, something in that command that makes them follow him. Don't ask where, where they're going, what they're to do, but simply they follow him. And of course that becomes, a, in, in the gospel itself, a, a, a kind of ache for those that are, are, are watching it, those religious figures. How is it that he uh, invites uh, tax collectors and sinners to sit down with him uh, to eat? And of course it's the occasion in which Jesus himself uh, he can humorously uh, reminds them it's not the, the healthy that need the doctor, but it's the sick. Uh, and of course it's kind of humorous kind of aside, uh, but it's quite profound, isn't it? You know, that all of us uh, need the doctor uh, when we're sick. All of us need uh, healing in our own life. And I suppose we should kind of ponder on, on those those words uh, themselves, because in all of us there's there's that sickness and brokenness, uh, which we need the healing words of the gospel uh, to touch our own hearts. Um, and if we kind of think it's not the case, then just think of the distance sometimes between our words and our actions, what we say, what we hope for, and what we actually do. So today uh, we ask uh, our Lord himself uh, to touch our own hearts, to, to bring those things together, uh, not to keep them apart, not to be that kind of person who, who says something but does something uh, different. Uh, and of course uh, it's him that brings the healing, not just to the paralytic that's, that, that uh, can't walk or can't move, not to just to the leper. Uh, who is the outcast, uh, not to just to Peter's uh, mother-in-law who's, who's grown to be sick, uh, but to all of us. Uh, the healing itself comes to all of us. Uh, the healing words of the gospel, the healing words of Jesus Christ come to all of us. He's the doctor. 
He's the one who's come to help the sick. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this bread to offer, which earth has given and human hands have made. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this wine to offer, fruit of the vine and work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink. And now pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. O God, who graciously accomplished the effects of your mysteries, Grant, we pray, that the deeds by which we serve you may be worthy of these sacred gifts, through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. His death we celebrate in love, his resurrection we confess with living faith, and his coming in glory we await with unwavering hope. And so with all the angels and saints, we praise you as without end we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, 
we may merit to be coerced to eternal life and we praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil and graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not in our sins but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who will live and reign for ever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Let us pray. May this sacrifice that we have offered and received fill us with life, O Lord, we pray, so that bound to you in lasting charity we may bear fruit that lasts forever. We ask this through Christ our Lord. And we continue to ask Mary's special protection for us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us and us now and at the hour of our death. Amen. The Lord be with you. 
and may Almighty God bless you, the Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Go forth, the Mass has ended. <laughs>